0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Um, Thank you for joining me today. Today will be the concluding part of the episodes on generations. We had started off um, three episodes ago, where we talked about this generation, and then yesterday we talked about from generation to generation, and today we're going to talk about the next generation, and it's not a, you know, cut differentiation in that sense. It's just me giving different titles so that I can separate the titles. But I think the core of each musing or today's one will center around, you know, the, the essence of the title, but there will be interwoven themes from one to the other. And, um, you know, in the first episode, we talked about what Jesus said, you know, a lot of what Jesus said to the current generation. And we, we I learned a lot about, um, you know, The context of a generation and what God, the fact that God has expectations of every generation and that there are words that He uses to describe each generation. So, His generation, He called it an adulterous and rebellious generation. There were uh, generations that were described as those who want to seek the face of God, and there were those who were seen as sinful, you know, uh, as well, you know, particularly like in the time in the wilderness and things like that. So, um, we then moved on to you know i think in that same episode we talked about the expectations of god from an individual the fact that i have a purpose in my generation all of us each have an individual purpose there's a collective purpose and that regardless of what whether or not the entire generation is doing what they're supposed to do according to god's plan that doesn't exonerate me from not following, you know, the plan of God and all that, you know, but um, Then in, in the next yesterday, we used a bit about generation to generation and the fact that God actually thinks in generations when he deals with someone, he thinks about the generations, you know, before, um, after them. In Noah's case, for instance, he thought about Noah's generations, which is why he did not save only Noah, he saved Noah and his household and he made a covenant with him and his generations afterwards, you know, so god is very much a from generation to generation person so even as he's you know involved in my life as well he's not just interested in me he's he's interested in my generation and i think at the end of that music i consecrated my generations again to him afresh and i thank god for that Um, so if you haven't listened to those two episodes i will please encourage that you do so Um, i have just opened up an email Address into the description of this podcast so you are also i also encourage that if you would like to share testimonies feedback or just anything with me after you listen to this please do so also if you've listened to this and you think it's relevant and you think of someone that you think may benefit somehow from this please share it to them as well so today we're going to be talking about the next generation and like i said it's not you know as if i'm going to there's not going to be any phenomenal big reveal from it it's just we're just going through scriptures so there were a whole lot of scriptures and i've um, put it into three parts so that i can have enough time to muse over it and think about what it feels so uh, what it means so thank you so very much for joining me god bless you so much Richard. i pray that this week will be a good one for you an excellent one and that god will reveal himself for you i pray and i decree peace over our communities and let righteousness peace and wisdom reign in the name of jesus and that every plan of the enemy let it be destroyed and dethroned over our household over our communities our societies, and our nations let the plan and purpose for our our nation in this generation now at this time let it be fulfilled let the hand of god that has come forth with justice with righteousness let it be fulfilled it has he has stretched out his hand and it shall not be um, it cannot be held back and that everything that his hand has stretched forth to accomplish we receive it and we we, we ask and we uh, and we thank him for it in advance in the name of jesus and we say that at the end of the day all of the glory shall be returned back be glorified in all that is happening in our nation at this time no flesh will glory in his sight we thank you because his purpose for us even beyond that which we can see and imagine will be fulfilled through everything that is happening everything we work together for the good of his kingdom for the good of his purpose on earth and for the good of his people and for the good of the nation as a whole and that God will raise up men and women that will stand up as lights even in the midst of a crooked and a perverse generation in Jesus name we have prayed amen we also pray for God's divine protection upon our children, our youth, and all those that are out there standing up for truth and what is right and 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 and, 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 and what is right and, and and just. We pray that the Lord, um, the angels of the Lord, protect them and keep them from every evil thing, and that no more will the, will the blood of the innocent and the righteous be shed in our land. In Jesus' name, and that for all those who may have done this in some way, for that every wicked act. Of bloodshed against the innocent and the righteous will be rightly um, avenged in jesus name both in this world and in the world that is to come in the mighty name of jesus amen so thank you for joining me Like I said, this is going to be very much free flow. It's not um, cut and dried in that sense, but let's just get into it. So, Psalm 143 verse 4 says, One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty works. So, um, okay, let me just read a couple before I start speaking. Then Psalm 105 says, For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations and um, luke 150 says his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation psalm 102 verse 18 says let this be recorded for a generation to come so that a people yet to be created may praise the lord yeah so this is where again i i really look at the way god does things i think i always like to be honest and, and, and share my views so and, you know anyway so let me just say what i want to say so i think some call cu- some some cultures some backgrounds are more generational conscious than others so and even though i think <coughs> excuse me even though i think all generations have a sense of you know that yeah, for all people most people have a sense of there will be generations after me i think some generations some cultures are more intentional about it than others but what this is telling us as christians and this is so important because even with paul as i'm now musing on it and i realize why he held timothy very close to him because fellow paul did not have a family of his own he was single on his life he didn't have kids so he needed to make sure that the gospel and the work of god will continue into the next generation after he had gone so um Timothy was his mentee, as in he was his mentee. He had lots of people around him, and we all know this, you know, like even in the secular world, if I use myself as an example, there are lots of people that I had all around me, but there were only a few that I would say were my mentees. And there were, if I want to talk about the people that I poured myself into, they were probably only two people, because it takes a lot of time and investment. It's not something, it's not for people that come and go, it's for people who are walking with you on your path they are there with you and most of the time it can never be one person at a time and it goes on for a long period you know so it's always i it's something that i think everybody if 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 one has and what i'm saying, if one has a generational transgenerational view like god did like god does one will do that and some people we see them do it more intentionally than others and I think um, in the African culture, I think there's a sense of that but I think some families are more intentional about it than others are so, but God is interested in the next generation. He's interested in and the next generation after that, and the next generation. Which is why, you know, he, when He introduced Himself to Moses, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. You know, He talked about all of those generations because He was interested He was He's interested in that. God is. I mean, it makes sense because He's the Creator and He created all humanity. So His His He success for Him is not that His purpose was fulfilled in one generation. It's about for for it was fulfilled in that generation for the purposes of the next and the next and the next and the next and the next. That's that's how he is and that's how he would want us to be. So it says here that, you know, one generation will commend your works to another and will declare your mighty acts. So God expects that I, in my generation, will commend the works of God to the next generation. It is, you know, so anything that I'm doing within my generation is not complete until I make sure it extends to the next generation and you know that starts from my household it starts from you know people around me people that i have influence over you know it's it's just that mandate and i i think now that i'm really musing about it i think the ideal a good example of that kind of what god will want is is similar to that paul and timothy relationship because timothy dealt with paul even though he said he treated um paul treated timothy as a as a child he did say that he said you serve me like a father but he also treated him as an equal which is why he told him he said look everything that i know i've shared with you and that you know don't let anybody despise your youth but rather be an example of a believer in word in faith in deed and in purity and whenever there were times when you know churches some of the churches or the jesus communities wanted him to visit and he was unable to because of his bond he sent timothy you know he had so much confidence in him and he empowered him and he made him go to stand in his in his regard And, and we saw that that really helped timothy because timothy ended up writing an epistle himself which was received by the apostles and the early church even though he was a young man amongst them so you can imagine So Paul, through his mentorship into the next generation, actually elevated Timothy to the level of the other apostles who also wrote an epistle. And Timothy's epistle, if we read it, has so much wisdom for the church. It has so much wisdom that is relevant for the church. But that was Paul's mentee. That is how to raise the next generation. God is talking to me at this point. Thank you, Jesus. So, Psalm seventy-one eighteen says, So, even to old age and gray hairs, O oh God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. Honestly, when I read the Psalmists, and like you said, there are about five of them. A lot of the Psalms were written by David. Some were written, about ten or some were written by his worship leader. And some by Moses. Very few, about three or so. The rest were by other people. Not that much. But David wrote a significant number. But when I read what some of these Psalms said, these people, they walked with God. They walked with God. He says, so even to old age and gray heirs, he said, God, don't leave me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come so these are people and why won't god answer that kind of prayer and give that kind of person long life and good health because he's aligning he's so much in partnership with god that he's saying god give me the strength and the presence of mind give me the spirit of power of love and of a sound mind so that even when i am old and gray you are with me your presence is with me i am still having a experience with you to the extent that i will continue to be able to proclaim your might i will continue to experience that might and power and my lifestyle my attitude my mindset my thoughts my behavior everything will enable me and enrich me the richness of my experience with you will stimulate me to proclaim your might to another generation and that if i'm musing on that i'm saying that he's saying it to he's saying not just to the next generation after him even to the next one and the next one so that actually now that i'm thinking about it should be the purpose this should be the reason why any of us is praying to see our grandchildren or great grandchildren because i also know that it carries a lot of weight the things that we say to to the children of the next generation particularly if you're a respected and you're a trusted voice it carries a lot of weight they never forget it they will never forget the things that their grandmothers shared with them and their great-grandfathers because those conversations will they won't be all the time and if it is somebody that is working with god it will be rich with wisdom and with power so exodus 20 verse 5 to 6 says you shall not bow down. Now, this is God saying, talking to um, you know, I think the children of Israel um in the days of Moses. And he says, You shall not bow down to them that's false gods or serve them. For I, the Lord your God am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, to the third and the fourth generation of them who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep me. This same um, scripture verse was repeated in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 5, 8-10. So, God describes himself as a jealous God and it's true. God is very jealous. myself I've experienced it. He doesn't like to share. When he says, Thou shalt love thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength, he is not joking. <laughs> He's very jealous. And I don't blame him really because if I am God and I'm a creator, why would I want to share? Particularly when he's sharing is to share it with some filthy, dirty, and dark person. I mean, he's a holy God in any way. So he's he's not sharing is not because he's being selfish or whatever. It's simply because light and darkness do not mix oil and water, you know. So he's about make your choice. But it describes God here as visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and not the fourth generation of them who hate me. But showing sure steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep his commandments. And aside here is the fact that it's so funny that well, not funny, but it seems int- it's good to know it's noteworthy that anywhere where God talks about people loving me, quickly he adds to it keeping my commandments. So the way I can show my love to God is not by telling him, Oh Father, I love you, lifting upon oh I love you, I love you for everything. Mm-mm. That one is lip service. It is when I keep his commandments that is how. And receives love. So God's love language is obedience to His word. It's not mouth. And I think it's important. In fact, as I've never said this to myself, in, so His love language is obedience. Ah, okay, God, that's His love language. So, Numbers fourteen eighteen says, The Lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, forgiving iniquity and transgressions, but he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generation. Um, Ecclesiastes 1, 14 says, A generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. So, um yeah, so this is, and I think it's not just about the fact that the, um, a generation i think this is God like you know just really making us realize that making you know us uh, me and you us realize that first of all our time on earth is limited my time on earth is limited i'm here just for a time and that is important that i make the best of that time that i'm here it's important that i know that there's a purpose for me in my generation in the context of my generation and that there is a bigger purpose for my generation as well but that whether you know my generation is aligned with god or not what i must make sure that i fulfill god's purpose for my generation within my the context of my generation and also reach out to the generations that are coming after (coughs) and that whatever it is that i'm doing for god must have the ability to outlive me i think that's what i'm even hearing that's what i think that's what i'm hearing whatever i'm doing I must have a view on that and I, and I and I would like to share that actually I think God it's funny that I'm actually musing about this now because it was also one of the motivations for my doing this podcast because I wanted my my children and my children after them their, and their children to be able to to hear my voice to hear God speak through me and to know what I believed what I stood for so very much a strong part of you know the reason for this podcast is really the fact that it's recorded it's on the internet and it's for posterity and i pray that god will continue to open doors of utterance of favor and utterance for me to be able to speak not just into my life according to his purpose but even into the lives of others as he would be able to use me to do in jesus name and i believe that every heart that seeks to do what this scripture says when it says proclaim your might to another generation god will open doors for us to do it and it doesn't have to be the generation from our bloodline it can be the generations from the bloodline of christ it can also be to generations even outside of the bloodline of christ outside of the bloodline of our bodies of our genetic bloodlines so in closing psalm 78 4 to 6 says we will not hide them from their children but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders that he has done. So that's a very good scripture with which to end today's music. God says we will not hide everything. This is the Psalm 78 saying we will not hide from our generations, from them and from their children, but we will tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders that he has done because yes, any blessing that God does in one generation, he didn't do it for the purposes of that generation alone. He wanted other generations to hear it. And that if I when I think about it that all that God did in you know in, the, in to the children of Israel, the ten plagues of Egypt, you know, parting of the Red Sea, all of that. If people hadn't taken pen to paper to write those things down, would I ever be knowing about those things? Will I ever know that there was a man from Galilee, you know, born in a manger in Bethlehem. Who walked the streets of Galilee? Who raised the dead? Who was the appointed Savior? How would I ever have known? God would literally have had to come down and be appearing to every man, which of course we all know is physically impossible. So they, the ones who came before us, they did what God said. They made sure they wrote things down for the coming generation. They proclaimed the glorious deeds of the Lord and His might and the wonders that He had done everything that they received from the father from Jesus from the spirit they wrote it down the apostles that saw Jesus they wrote and then even people like Paul who didn't meet who wasn't alive who didn't ex- wasn't an apostle with Jesus while he was here but had a supernatural experience with him all the things that the Holy Spirit received, uh, revealed to him in his during his ministry he also wrote it down before he passed on and God made sure that those scrolls those ancient scrolls, were kept from generation to generation until people found them in the caves and the rocks where they had been hidden. And people, different, different findings over time led to the assembling together of the different works that had been written by the biblical authors and put together as what we have today as the modern day Bible. God could never have gone to that much trouble if He knew that it was not, if it was not very important for every generation to proclaim the deeds of God, to fulfill God's purpose in their own generation. So I thank God for this music. There's a lot of conversation in my environment around generations, and I'm so glad that God is throwing his own light into it as well, so that I can take in both what is happening in my natural environment and add the spiritual wisdom of God to it and God will give me the spirit of understanding for me to make sense of it for myself and the spirit of discretion so that I walk accordingly in Jesus' name with wisdom and with knowledge so Lord I thank you because according to your word it is your will that I proclaim your might to another generation it is your will that I also commend your works to another and that i declare your mighty act i thank you because you give me the ability and the faith the courage and the strength and the opportunity to do this in jesus name i thank you because you're the lord whose mercy is everlasting and your truth endures to all, enger- all generations i thank you for that mercy that is upon me and my household now at this time in jesus name i thank you for that enduring truth that speaks for us at this time that keeps away the hand of the enemy that destroys the works of darkness and every hand of evil that has re- that is raised against me that cuts it off and leaves it without root nor branch I thank you Father Lord God for your steadfast love that you show to thousands of us who love you and keep your commandments you are a faithful God I thank you because you are slow to anger you are bound in steadfast love you forgive iniquity and I thank you because your word in my life and in the life of my generations, is ye, and amen. We are committed and covenanted to you, and nothing will ever change that. Your name will be eternally glorified in our lives. We will be a sign and a wonder. We will be an epistle and an example of the believer. May your name be forever glorified in our lives, in our hearts, in everything that we say and in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of Musings with Jesus. Um, If you are already saved, I encourage you to continue in the study of the word and the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But if you are not yet a believer and you are yet to give your life to Christ, you know, maybe you have in the past or you just feel you're at a point where you need to really make a commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ and you would like to give your life to Christ, please join me now in a very simple prayer. You can say this after me. You can say it under your breath. You can say it in your heart the most important thing is that you believe Romans 10 verse 9 to 10 says if we believe with our hearts the Lord Jesus and we confess him as Lord he will save us and that with our hearts man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation so please join me in this um, short prayer almighty God I confess that I am a sinner I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord please i would need you to repeat this after me so let's let's take that again almighty god i confess that i am a sinner i believe with all my heart that jesus christ is lord and that he is the way the truth and the life i believe your word that you sent him to the earth to die for my sins and you raised him from the dead for my redemption Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Save me from sin and save me from spiritual death. Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Help me to know you and to serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me jesus name amen father lord i thank you for everyone that has prayed this prayer and i commit them unto you and unto the word of your grace thank you for being able i know that you are the one that is able to build them up and to give them their own inheritance in the saints father let your name be glorified show them your way show them your will and let them walk with you in jesus name if you have prayed this prayer congratulations you are now a child of god you have every authority to deal with God as a father, I would recommend that you begin to build a relationship with the word of God through the Bible, and I think a good way to start is to get a good Bible and start reading from Matthew, read about the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's very self-explanatory, the words will come alive and they will just do miracles in your hearts and in your mind. Um, please stay tuned to this podcast as well because it's an ongoing journey it's a daily podcast we we record every day and I trust God that every day God will give something that would inspire you and make your journey with Him and the world even more interesting I would also recommend that you go to www.bibleprojects.com, which is a site that has the Bible explained in very short and simple narrative videos it also has podcast recordings there's a YouTube channel you can check it out as well I think BibleProject.com is an excellent introduction into the Word of God and what it means to be part of the unified story in Christ Jesus. And finally, I would also recommend that you find a community of Bible believers near you um, informally, online, wherever it may be. And um, let's share this experience and begin to build the journey as you would. If you would also like, you could also record a voice message and send it to me on my channel through Anchor things with jesus i wish you all the best in your own